and welcome to Inglewood Presbyterian Church in Kirkland, Washington. We are a church for the neighborhood, whether you're a local neighbor or from far away, all are welcome here. We are pleased to present to you our weekly Sunday sermons. Our head pastor is James Cuman, and you can find more information about us on our website at inglewoodpc.org. Finally, Revelations 3.20, Jesus said, Behold, I stand knocking at the door of your heart. If you hear my voice and open, I will come into your life, and over a meal, we will have an important conversation. Now, <laughs> I will turn it over to Pastor Gilchrist. <laughs> They've given me a short cord today, so I won't be getting in your face too much. How's that? Uh, let's pray as we uh, these uh, scriptures. Thank you, God, for uh, today that you've created. This unique day, there won't be another one like it. And so we seek to live it with you to the fullest. We give thanks for it. In your name we pray. Amen. Well, I, as you know, I've been doing a, I'm juggling several things. Yeah. Uh, I've been doing a series on Christ's great commandment. Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Strength actually refers to body. And love your neighbor as yourself. And I have found it to be really fascinating for me to go through this again. Love Christ with all your heart. I, I really had some heart-to-heart -heart conversations with myself. Great meals, or she stole my heart. We 
said lots of times. Heart, soul. Soul is the subject of today's message. And as I said, it's not what's on the bottom of our shoe. Heart, soul, mind, and strength. Yesterday I had the privilege of doing a memorial service for a mother of a neighbor. And this mother passed away at age 88. And they had a video showing her pictures about her. And last year she was hiking in the Cascades. I mean, she just had this tremendous mm, go for it kind of life. But as I was, excuse me, I should say the word and as I was presenting it, I said to the audience, that one of the key words at a memorial service is time. Have you ever noticed how that's true? Because you go there and you, one of the first questions is, well, how long did she or he live? Time. And then another part of that question is, we might not ask it so verbally, but we say, how long will I live? That is about time. And so today as we're continuing into the second, second part of the series, Love God with All Your Heart, Soul, it's a question of time. God has created time for us. So there's time, and then the second part of the soul question this. If you and I did not have a soul, we wouldn't even be discussing God. Does God exist or da da da, you know, all those discussions? No, it would not happen if we had not a soul. But God has made that into us as, well, you know, you have a modem in your house that helps you connect with the internet and the rest of the world. And according to scripture, soul, soul that's in us is that peace in us that helps us connect. Lord. The other thing related to connecting and, and spiritual disciplines to connect with the Lord, the other thing I said in the memorial service is that God has not only given us a soul, but he has designed us for relationships. Check this out. Would anybody ever go to a memorial service if you did not have the ability to do a relationship? No. Yeah, it'd be like that door or that tree. Or, yeah, okay, that's nice and that's it. But he's made in us the ability to connect with other folks. 
So a soul relative to connecting with him and a heart relative to connecting with him and with one another. So in your outline, pointing to the whole question of greater spiritual fitness. I have three friends, two women and a, and a guy, and they're all personal trainers. And their business, their business right now is really overflowing because people are suddenly looking and going, oh yeah, I need to work out, I need to lose weight, I need to, da, 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 and the list goes on and on, and they're busy as personal trainers. They're helping people move toward greater physical and, in fact, emotional fitness. And, and you know the list of what you might be doing for you greater emotional fitness. It might be swimming, it might be, uh, some of you might be running 10 miles a day. Uh, some of you might, you're supposed to line up. <laughs> yeah. I guess all of you are. <laughs> you know, or having a special kind of diet that just takes the carbs out, etc. Well, what I've listed here in and, and I won't have you talk about it in small groups in a minute, are spiritual fitness disciplines that you can begin to do. They're listed, and they're listed here, and there's seven of them. I have found myself benefiting so much by going through and applying disciplines to myself. Number one, number one, what happens to you when you roll out of bed? Hmm? What's going on in your head as you roll out of bed that kind of even rhymes? Huh? Well, I have found this, this passage from Psalm 118 to be a life changer. The beginning of the day for me to give some of my mental and heart attention to songs. This is the day, August 1st, that God has created. Let's rejoice. Let's party on. It's a special gift. And I find that the other benefit that goes with that passage terms of a spiritual discipline is what I'm calling, you know, we, we easily use the term, what's his IQ? And my new term is, what is his or her AQ? That's attitude of gratitude. And the emotional, spiritual impact upon us when our AQ, attitude of gratitude, is high versus low, is gigantic. The benefits that accrue to 
so what happens in this first one listed, Psalm 118, is it starts right out with, wow, God, look at this. Look what you've made today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And that's so different than, oh, Jay, it's another day, and I'm so tired, and do I have to get to bed, and I've got all these things. <laughs> Two contrasting approaches, and we've all been in both places, right? Right. The Psalms invite us to start the day giving thanks for what God has created. The second one is at the beginning of the day and during the day. Wow, I, I've been doing this since I've started this series more often. It's called Do a Heart Exam. Okay, where, George, where's your heart about this? Hmm? What are your attitudes? How do you feel about this? And, and does this match up with what you think God wants you to do? Where's your heart as I've said that as I've entered into new situations and new relationships and, okay, what kind of heart am I going to bring uh, to this, this uh, sin? Again, the psalm is so helpful. Psalm 119, 9 and 11. <clears throat> Your word, O oh God, I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. Heart, God's word, I hid it in my heart. Number three, choosing to really use fully the gift of the 24 hours that God has provided. One of the ways that I've been in the last couple of years hanging out in the Psalms is I put the verses that really get my attention on a three by five card. And I can easily flip through this stack and focus on a particular teaching that comes out of the Psalms. And this one, Psalm 90. Teach me, O Lord, to count carefully my days, my hours, in order that I might have a heart of wisdom. Wisdom. Heart. There it is again. Okay, God, you've given me this hour. What does it mean for me to live it to the fullest? Number three. And number four, spiritual discipline of, of praying in the moment, and, and I like the graphics that come out of Psalm 90, and the paraphrase is, Lord, I come to an intersection. Show me which way I should go. Okay, so true. All of those, happens dozens of times during the day. We have to make decisions about X, Y, or Z. When we're in a relationship and talking about, oh, should I go down this path or down this path? Uh, 
that's one of the spiritual disciplines. Lord, Lord, show me. And there's creates that sense of walking together with the Lord. Should I go this way? Or this way? Number five, in terms of greater spiritual fitness, is taking a Sabbath break in your day. And reading this book that was in James's on James's shelf in his office called Keeping the Sabbath Holy. It's not spelled that way. It's spelled W-H-O-L-L-Y. Holy and complete. Oh, it's so insightful about the benefits. And so it's that opportunity, that the benefits that accrue to us when we stop. And hear the silence and listen to the Lord. Number six, spiritual discipline in terms of nurturing our soul. The study and personal application of God's Word. We've all been into Bible studies, and you know, they may have some great information for us. But the big question is, how does this word affect my behavior? And the passage in Acts 17 says, these believers in Berea, that's in Greece, somewhat north of Thessaloniki, these believers in Jesus in Berea were more noble than those in Thessaloniki because they studied the word and then applied it to themselves. Right there in the book of Acts. Spiritual nurture and growth and personal healthiness occurs as that word is taken and then applied. And then number seven, in terms of spiritual disciplines. Daring to follow Jesus in your day. Imagine that he has said to you like he did to Levi, the tax collector, hey, dude, hey, come follow me. Let's go. And scripture says that you know, Levi, the tax collector, left all of his money and his tax collecting stand behind him started following Jesus? Man, that was radical. You see, as we said earlier, the gospel is about relationships. Jesus did not come to do religion. Jesus came to do relationships. And this Greek passage out of Revelation 3.20, it says it so well. And behold, I stand at the door of your life and knock. If anyone will open the door, I will come in and we will have an even 
like communion, we will have a meal together and we'll have important conversation. Revelation 2.20. Hello. It's about relationship that the Lord wants to have with us via our soul. So I've listed these seven as places where I and you can move to greater fitness, spiritual fitness. And I invite you to the men and wing a group of about three or four, maybe five. And in that group, talk about which one of these really gets your attention. Which one of these disciplines do you want to begin to apply in order to enhance your relationship with the Lord?